Welcome everyone to our Ad Heart Calls, Inspiring Forward Movement and Heart Powered Intention. I'm your host, Deborah Rosman, and our topic this month in June 2021 is Ad Heart to Increase Patience with Ourself and Others. Now I know this is a timeless topic, but it's also really timely because we're emerging right now from a pandemic and everyone is restless to bust out in the summer. And at the same time, there's also people reticent and everyone has really pondered what has been going on over the last year for them and what's different now. But throughout life, we have these challenges of times where patience becomes more than just the virtue that we think about, but a really essential heart quality for making the best choices and decisions that can have a real impact on our lives. You know, patience is a heart frequency. It's a powerful heart quality that really supports our ability to manage our emotional energy. And so many people talk about, I'm impatient, I'm impatient, feeling like it's okay to be impatient. And, of course, we all go through that but we don't always realize what the consequences are. And when we act with impatience, we're just rushing or forcing things. We just create glitches in our intentions and glitches. And I had that yesterday. It takes practice. And that's why I'm going to share with you a practice of patience today that we use at HeartMath. But yesterday afternoon, I had to go to the bank to get some papers notarized. I had to come right back to deal with another deadline. I had computer glitches, just normal stuff, but it felt like inside myself like bumper cars on a train. That's what the glitches are. And I had to really stop, pause, shift my attention to the heart, do some heart-focused breathing to refine the flow and ease. And then it was like creating a new afternoon for myself. And so... Traffic jams, little computers, difficult people, inconveniences, they won't disappear as we practice patience, but we really can attune our mental and emotional nature to less energy drain and the most effective way to respond to each situation that life presents us. So I've invited for my guest today Charlene Johnson, who is a nurse manager at Kaiser Hospitals, HeartMath Clients. And she's a HeartMath certified trainer. And I can't think of anyone who's more of an expert on the practice of patience, especially this last year, and teaching other nurses during the year of COVID to practice patience and how that's going to help them going forward. So, Charlene, welcome to the call. So glad to have you. It is so great to be here. Thank you so much. So tell us, I know you teach resilience training, um, which from HeartMath, and how is patience a key component of resilience that you see, and, and how, is, how has it been important this past year especially? Well, it's, it's really vital. Um, actually, I would even say critical, because if you really think about what we've endured over the last year and a half, We've had a double pandemic. We've had the COVID-19, and we've also had the unrest in our society. So to be more resilient with such a 
vital piece for me for this whole double pandemic, especially as a leader in the organization. So um, it all started with me, though. I had to get to a place where I'm literally practicing every day undisturbed composure. And what I mean by that is um, when I wake up in the morning, I have a daily practice that I began to start saying I walk in undisturbed composure. I started doing that about 10 years ago, but when I was introduced to heart math about five years ago, I began to start doing inner ease on the go, that wonderful technique, and anchoring undisturbed composure or peace in my heart before I even left my house because I knew that there were going to be disturbances that I was going to face. And so that practice has really been a reward for this double pandemic because I've used it literally every day. And every day I have an opportunity to allow impatience to overshadow my thinking, my concept, my judgment, all of that. But because I had been preparing myself and practicing, I was able to navigate and actually be a person that inspires in the midst of all of the different challenges that we were facing. Well, that is inspiring, and I like undisturbed composure because that's like a commitment. Well, that says to me it's like a commitment that you're going to maintain composure, emotional composure, and not let something disturb you. Or if you does, you go right back to the heart. Go, we call it straight line back to the heart here at Heart Math. But it, that's intention, you know, the heart-powered intention. The theme of these calls is to really be able to take charge. And I know you have to do that, but you, you, what we call prep, you prep in the morning. And it's so important. I do too. And the, how we start our day, the tone, the intention, the practice, getting centered, coherent commitment makes such a difference in how we're able to manage our energies during the day and how quickly when we get triggered or impatient or restless, we can come back to center. And so that's very powerful. During the day when something challenges, disturbs you, how, what do you do to practice patience to get back to that state of ease and flow? What, ha- what I do is I, um, because I've set that intention during the daytime, I anchor in that undisturbed composure. So when I feel myself getting anxious or overwhelmed or there's so many competing tasks and um, challenging conversations and things like that, when I feel myself, because you can feel yourself when you're starting to escalate a little bit, and mm-hmm. I immediately do some breathing techniques, Um, to get me back to where I'm supposed to be. It could be a quick coherence. It can be heart-focused breathing. Um, Either one of those techniques helps me to immediately shift and get right back into the flow so that I can actually respond more appropriately to whatever that is that's calling upon me to do so. Uh, So it's been actually absolutely wonderful. I love it because I can always count on the ability to go back to my heart and to leave from my heart and to recognize that, hey, I am a leader and I impact my environment. So as a leader, I want to make sure that I'm walking in that state of ease and flow so that it can filter out 
into my staff, into others that are in need at the time. Well, I'm sure that energetic ease and modeling that and being that is the most important thing for, as a leader for the nurses and the others who see you and watch how you hold yourself and move. So they, we learn so much through osmosis. And when people are frustrated around us, it, it can affect us and stress us. And that will happen, and that's why we have tools to hold our own center. But when we can feel another's energies be centered and poised like you are describing, that so helps us. One, in especially this last year, how do you, besides being a role model, what do you find is the most beneficial thing to help the others that work with you be able to have real patience without energy drain or stay centered or get back to center? Well, I think um, the main thing I would say that I've helped um, with this year in particular is just recognizing that sometimes we're not okay. And what I mean Mm -hmm. by that, we take off this control that we want to be okay all the time and we pull that coat off and we recognize, okay, perhaps I'm not okay. For instance, I'll just give you a scenario about just the injustice that took place. So we had to actually engage in some very difficult conversations over the past year. And Mm -hmm. in order to do that, you have to pause and be patient with yourself first, to check within yourself and see how you're feeling first. And so the tool that I use in particular is we did storytelling. We did perception by storytelling. And in order for me to share my story with you, I have to practice patience for myself because we do. We get impatient with ourselves. We don't give ourselves grace to see how I'm feeling in that moment. But whenever you share a story, especially when it has to do with racism or things like that, it can trigger. But as you continue to, from the heart, lead with love, practice love, practice compassion, practice peace, you find yourself in this ocean of love where you can give grace to yourself and be patient with yourself for how you're feeling in that moment. And that was so transformative for us because we began to do storytelling and to invite others in this space where we could actually share our story and be patient with one another. Even if we didn't understand the perspective, we still were patient enough to listen to another humanity talking and allowing them to express. So uh, that was very, like, especially this year, I mean, last year, it was very, very critical for us to be able to walk hand in hand and empathize with one another by listening to another person's story. And so as you tell your story, guess what? You're doing quick coherence. You're doing heart-focused breathing. You're doing those things that bring you back to center, to your heart so that you can listen authentically to another person's story and be with that person. That is beautifully said. You know, as you were talking about storytelling, 
the three thoughts that came to me, just one, two, three, was, oh, heart vulnerability, being able to accept ourselves. When you be able to share your story in the environment of heart listening, of love, of care, you feel safe. That psychological safety that you've built to be able to share People do feel the common humanity, and that vulnerability is an act of self-acceptance, which is what we need to deepen real patience. So that was one thought. The other one was, wouldn't it be incredible in society where people tend to live in their own silos, whether it's on social media and their own churches and their own environments, Uh, where everybody just thinks the same way they do and they don't necessarily understand the worlds of others. So there's that prejudice and bias and all the stuff we're dealing with with racism and diversity issues. What if we heard each other's stories? Uh, It has to open the heart. So it just sparked in me that that's something that's so important and the third thought was i hope you continue it i hope in society we don't get so busy and overstimulated now that we can do things that we couldn't during lockdown that we forget what was most meaningful that we forget that sharing our hearts and the stories and storytelling is nurturing and is essential for the patients and for the discernment we need to make the best choices. So I hope you can find ways to continue that in the hospital. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I actually look forward to that because it has been such an opening up of the heart, that vulnerable place that you mentioned. Um, if I show you how I can still love in spite of what I experience, I can still look human to human and flow with you with this love that all of us possess. And I can be patient if perhaps you say something that you really didn't mean. And I know from my heart you didn't mean that. And you know from my heart that even if you see that I'm a little wounded, I don't mean to be upset. I don't mean to be angry. I'm just in this place, but I just so thank you for sitting with me and listening to my story. So that is going to continue on because that is what's going to help us to understand one another, to be with one another, to transform with one another as we shift into uh, the place, our highest, better self, which really ultimately wants to love. And so I, I definitely will continue the work. That's wonderful. Well, patience is such a key quality of love. And again, we, we give it lip service. We tell our partners, our kids, be patient. But there's just this whole other level of power that it brings. Yeah. And I want to share an exercise that we use at HeartMath to replace impatience with patience, especially during the day and how it's so easy to get out of ease and feel that you have to push or rush to get something done or a head done or please another. And it really takes us out of a higher flow of our higher discernment. So we commit to practicing patience as a doorway to balance and resilience and clear discernment. So the first thing is to acknowledge your feelings as soon as you sense. And you mentioned this. You can sense it in patience, tension, irritation, frustration. 
accept it. It's not fighting it because that only makes it worse. But just acknowledge it and then pause. doesn't mean like you have to go outside and all of that can help and breathe fresh air. But take a pause from whatever you're doing and from your genuine heart. Just imagine breathing in the feeling of inner ease. That's like the opposite frequency of impatience. If you think of feelings as energies or frequencies, one of the things that can really help you take charge is to breathe in the opposite feeling. So inner ease is also heart quality that can help release the tension or impatience. So just imagine with each breath that you're drawing in feelings of patience and calm. And right there... Usually, if you do that even for 30 seconds, which any one of us can pause for 30 seconds, you feel the energetic shift. You've already, from your genuine heart, done this, and that shifts you to a frequency, or at least the attitude of patience. And you begin to feel the emotional poise come back in. And that's a very nurturing and empowering feeling itself. Like, oh, okay, yes, I'm back to a poise or center. And then just breathe this feeling of patience and calm for a little while longer to help anchor it in. And it's so simple, but it does require the commitment to do it, to acknowledge what you're feeling as soon as you sense it. Pause from your genuine heart. Just imagine breathing in the opposite, feeling of inner ease, patience, calm. And then we just try to continue this exercise for a while because as you anchor in those heart qualities of patience and ease and calm then you start to have your intuition prompt you cue you up more when impatience comes in or persists you start to get that little knock on your conscience wait a minute you know what to do that way you stop draining the energy you know like so often when we're rushing or impatience we just answer that vexing email and oh oh my god how do I take it back I shouldn't have done that or we say things we later regret we all do that but it's usually because we're not in flow we're not moving with the frequency of patience and ease that allows us to have that intuitive prompter guide us and say maybe you should wait before you answer that email or let's pause and really ask the heart what would be the best way to respond, most appropriate answer for this situation. And you just breathe the attitude of ease and settle the mind and emotions, and it, it just brings in heart intelligence, a higher intelligence, a tolerance that just disarms the tension and the impatience. So I, I call these maturity exercises, growing up exercises. But it really, really helps, and it helps when you do it and you do it with a buddy or someone in your family or friend or work associate, and you remind each other, not to scold each other, but as a fun reminder. So that's something we do here. I hope it's valuable to you. And I know you, you probably do similar things, little tricks of the trade that you find, Charlene. We've talked about some of them. Yes, absolutely. But I, I love that. I love that we can pause and just take that moment. So I'm definitely going to use that technique as well. Um, and I was just, one little thought just popped up as you were talking, and you had talked about imagining if. 
And that just made me think about just really also what if we did embrace every moment as an opportunity to create spaciousness within us, Mm. to learn, to grow, to transform, whatever it is in that moment, and be okay with whatever that moment brings. I mean, just kind of imagine. I was imagining that as you were talking, and it's a wonderful place to be when I can intentionally be patient enough to say, okay, I'm going to embrace this moment for right now. I'm not sure what it's going to bring, but I have the tools to help me to remain coherent during the process. So it's phenomenal. It all takes practice because we're not brought up with these kinds of learnings or qualities or support systems. And what if we were? I mean, what if children learned this from a young age? What if families helped each other? Because it's, it's a shift in... In consciousness, it's, a, it's a, a way of living, a heart-based living way of love and care and reminding each other because we're all going to forget a lot of the time because we get into automatic mechanicality of, what we've, of how we live daily life. But as we yes. commit to, you know, to just doing one or two of these practices, just a little bit, replacing impatience with inner ease and patience. I mean, just making that commitment, putting post-it notes around, reminding ourselves, having a buddy if we can remind each other, it can make a huge difference in how it plays out in our life, our choices, in our whole direction, our purpose. I mean, it's really patience, a simple little word like that, and that quality is a big deal. And it's just time for all of us in terms of our own health and wellness and relationships and creating our future and taking charge of our destiny to to learn that, to practice it. And it won't be overnight, but um, as we do it energetically, it really helps each other. So I suggest we do our heart meditation together. We always close our ad heart calls with a meditation to add heart energy to a collective intention. And as we do this together and intentionally create a reservoir of heart energy in the energetic field, we can each draw on, like tap into that during the month as needed when we need a boost to our patience or our inner ease. And that's the power of the collective to facilitate each other. So let's do this together. Let's shift our focus of attention to the heart. Just breathe in the feeling of love, appreciation, gratitude you have for someone or something you care about. This warms the heart and increases the effectiveness and heart powers your intention. So let's just breathe in the feeling of love, appreciation, or gratitude we have for someone or something. It's easy to feel those qualities. And now from your genuine heart, breathe in the feeling of inner ease. 
as we connect with each other on this call. Everybody who's listening in real time and those who listen later, feel that energetic field as we connect with others who are also breathing in the feeling of inner ease or radiating ease or patience into the energetic field. know that breathing in a feeling of inner ease helps to clear mind static that can interrupt a focused intention. Now let's radiate the heart qualities of ease and patience self-acceptance, compassion through ourselves and out into the world, into the energetic field. feel like we're creating an energetic reservoir of heart energy, love, patience, ease, and compassion that we can each draw on when we need to or want to access more of these heart qualities over the next month. Let's build that reservoir of heart energy together. Now in this energetic field, let's each make a commitment to practice patience with ourselves and others. And as soon as you sense impatience, irritation, anxiety, reset your system by breathing in feelings of inner ease and patience. And keep doing this a while longer to anchor these feelings in your system. And know that helps clear the way for your heart's intuitive prompter to make suggestions concerning issues that matter to you. And let's also make a commitment to practice compassionate latitude for ourselves, for each other, 
through these transitional times. And we will regain the flow. Thank you for sharing that heart meditation with me. Charlene, any last words you'd like to share with everyone? The last words I'd like to share is that our heartbeats matter. Every moment matters. So choose patience and thrive and reserve your energy so that you can be the best version of yourself. Well, thank you so much, Charlene. You're an inspiration to us and I'm sure to the people you work with and I'm sure to your patients. We think it's interesting the word patience is so close to the word patience. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, it requires patience with each other. We were all going through challenges during these times and they're for our growth. And we're here to love. We're here to care for each other. We're here to help each other through all of our stories. So thank you again. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for participating in this Ad Heart Call. The next month's call will be Tuesday, July 20th at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. And we'll see you all then. Take care.